So our, our team is really devoted to identifying what's going to happen in the future, how those are going to affect the dealership, the repair shops we deal with, what kind of problems we can have which really turn into opportunities. Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings, sponsored by BG Products. Be good to your customers with BG. Hello, everyone. I'm Gene Girdley and I produce and direct the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast and virtual events. The Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast is your source for automotive industry leaders, innovators, and top performers, providing you with the latest ideas, technology, customer trends, and performance improvement strategies. And now, here's Ted Ings. Everyone, Darren Gresseth is the president, chairman, and CEO of BG Products, the leader in the industry and a great friend of the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Uh, our affiliation with BG goes back to the earliest days of the Fixed Ops Roundtable. And uh, also this year, BG Products is celebrating its 50th year in business. We want to congratulate them. Darren, welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Well, thank you, Ted. Again, I appreciate you having us, and we appreciate partnership with Fixed Ops Roundtable. I just think back a year, Darren, and we were in Las Vegas together at the uh, one of the earlier Fixed Ops roundtables, and we had a, a what I thought at the time was a pretty big crowd, and I was pretty pretty pleased with that. And you were on stage with us and introducing some of the uh, folks from BG, and Rob Leary had a chance to speak. And you know, we're very grateful to all the contributions that you, BG, and your distributors, and all the people you've got in the field uh, have made to this conference, and uh, all the great work that you do for dealers. Uh, throughout North America and throughout the world. Well, great. Well, we have a lot of great partnerships. As we've talked about in the past, we do business with over 50% of the dealers in the U.S. And, and in over 60 countries. So we have a pretty big reach, and we're very proud of where we, where we are today and where we've come from. You know, 50 years, Darren, I've, and I've been to the, the BG headquarters there in Wichita, Kansas. That doesn't happen by accident, that longevity. You know, the company's obviously done a lot of things right. Uh, I, can you speak to that? You know, what do you attribute a lot of that to? Well, Ted, I think a lot of it goes back to our founders. You know, we had seven founders that were actually distributors for one of our competitors today. And that company made the decision to go into the retail market and really put them out of business. And they landed here in Wichita, Kansas with a company right across the street from my office here that uh, made our original products. They were six of them were World War II vets. One of them was actually a Bonneville land speed holder back in the 50s. So, an interesting group of guys, but they really set the tone for what our company is and who we are. And, and uh, you know, their, their one goal that they really had in mind was to be a family and to be the best in our, in our field. And 50 years later, we still have that. We still feel the same way. Uh, we have a very much a family atmosphere all around the world with our distributors. We get together once a year. Most usually, other than last year, we had to do a virtual, but uh, it's really a big family reunion. And you know, you you've walked in those distributor shoes yourself. When I first met Darren Gresseth, everybody, little secret, he was the distributor about 15 years ago in Michigan, and I recall uh, working with you uh, with some of the dealers there. So you know, you've really put in the time, and you've really, you know, you've done a lot of these things yourself in the field. You know, so. Um, you know, my hat's off to you. Some some great work that you've done to to pave the way for BG. Yeah, well, thank you. And I still actually am the distributor in Eastern Michigan, so I wear a few hats. But I really I, I enjoy the field part of it. I, I enjoy what I do now, but I certainly miss being a, being able to be out in the field with the 
uh, our sales reps and with our dealers all around the country. And I take every opportunity I can to come out and be part of that and take the lead on some of our largest customers. So uh, we enjoy that tremendously. I still do. You know, let's talk a little bit about uh, your people uh, there at BG. You've uh, you've really got some great processes for continuous improvement, uh, not just for the product, but for your people as well. I know on the product side, I've seen a lot of the testing and the lab work that goes into your product. So what goes out into the field and into consumers' vehicles has really been tested and proven and refined over a long period of time. And I think you've got those same processes with the people at BG and at your distributors who interact with the dealerships. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, we do. And really, the, the success of, of BG products really has to do with our people, with our team. Um, we have a great team right here in Wichita. We have about uh, 375 employees that are involved in all aspects of manufacturing, office work, everything that goes into it, compliance all over the world. And, and because of that, we're able to make products and make uh, equipment and design programs that help our team in the field. But really, our, our field team is, is really the key. Um, you know, I kind of subscribe that old adage that nothing happens until somebody sells something. So one of the things that we look at corporately, we can do all the right things, but if, if we can't sell what we make, it really doesn't do us any good. So we build everything around our field team and then building value for our dealer partners. And training is a big part of what you do there at BG. And you've really expanded that because you've got a, a full conference and training center um, tell me, tell us a little bit about the what you've got set up there for dealers. Sure. So, Ted, one of the things that that we've always been known for is our is our training, and part of what we try to do not only to help sell the preventive maintenance services in the, in the dealerships, but really to try to take some of that um, some of that off of the service managers and service directors. Anything that we can do to provide value and make sure that we're doing everything we can to train their staff to talk to customers and provide you know, share the value of the maintenance services, share the, the value of the products that we provide and the value of the services that they offer, um, that's huge. So here in Wichita, what we've done is we've really made a large investment in our training program. We built a new training center that has classrooms that we, that we use. We have a demonstration center. Um, we also have what we call our BG Proving Ground, which is our, our automotive maintenance shop. And as you mentioned earlier, all of our products and services driven around technology. And what we try to do is get ahead of the game and watch what's happening in, in future technology. And it's changing very rapidly, as we all know, with electrification and hybrids and hydrogen and who knows what's going to come next. So our, our team is really devoted to identifying what's going to happen in the future, how those are going to affect the dealerships and repair shops we deal with, what kind of problems we can have what really turn into opportunities and then build training programs for our, first off, for our, our team, you know, for our sales team, but then for them to go out to the field and take that to the shops. And as we all know, the better trained they are, the more uh, capable they are of speaking to all of these different things, the better we're going to do in the field. And that's really the key to our success. And from what I've heard, Darren, in terms of being able to service uh, retail dealerships, you've got more people in the field at BG between corporate and the distributors, then if you look at all these other providers and OEMs, you, you've got more than most of them combined from, from what I see. Well, we really do. And we've got a very strong strong distributor network that's always been based on having that good team that goes out to the field. So 
we have about 800 sales reps in the U.S. And then corporately, our team, uh, we have support on the technical side. We have support on the chemistry side. If the shops, we now even have apps that the uh, technicians and advisors can use and tap them directly into our network. So if you have a question about a particular product, what, what gear oil should I put in a 2008 Ford F-150, they can go right on their app, and we have application guides that are available for them right there then and there. Uh, all of our, our training programs that we do for the, the service advisor, they can now download all of that or access all of that on their phones. So they can look at word tracks. They can look at um, basically any type of training program that they'd like to do. And we have all of our, our programs online in what we call BG certified. So we've tried to make it as simple as possible for technicians, for advisors, and then uh, for the managers even, for service managers and parts managers, we even have modules that are designed around what they need to find out and how they report and how they hold people accountable and, and the value of the programs and so forth. We've tried to make it as streamlined and simple and all-encompassing as we possibly can. You know, you're focused on the growth and development of uh, retail te uh, dealership teams out there, but what yeah. you've just what you just mentioned to me, you know, a lot of us, all of us now, especially in the last 12 months, are interacting with a device and we're interacting with a device to buy different products and have them delivered. And you're really ahead of the curve on the technology because while you've got the great people and the great interaction and the people skills training, you're also using technology to help dealers interact with BG and so that they can in turn get improve their staff as well. Absolutely. And I, I think that's key. We have to stay ahead of that curve and make sure that we're staying up and on any of these new technologies that come out. And again, you know, it, it, everything changes so rapidly. Um, the technology team I'm working with directly today to do the video, you know, this is all designed around how do we make sure that we have the best possible capabilities at any given time. How did BG fare during the, uh, the, the pandemic? And, you know, a lot of dealerships, you know, we, we heard about essential businesses and a lot of showrooms were closed for a period of time, weeks, sometimes months in some cases. And um, how were you affected and, and how has BG come through that period? Sure. Oh, I appreciate the question, Ted. Um, each one of our distributors obviously were affected a little bit different. You know, Eastern Michigan had a pretty tight lockdown, my, my own you know, particular distributorship. Some of our internationals were completely locked out. You know, uh, some of the areas in Europe, some of the Southeast Asia, they literally could not leave their apartment except for an hour a week. So the business stopped. Uh, we were very fortunate here in the U.S. I mean, the auto industry, as you all know, was an essential business. So most of our shops stayed open. Um, you know, essentially, like in my distributorship, we lost about a month worth of sales. Corporately, believe it or not, we were almost flat from the previous year. We started our, our fiscal year starts October 1, and through the end of February, we were in double-digit growth. So as it all evened out, we actually ended up kind of a flat year, which, you know, I'm very excited that we were able to come out that well as, as corporately. But we also have our, our programs are ingrained in the dealerships. And, you know, as we all know, when, when the number of cars coming in actually declines, you know, the, the focus is a much more effective program at making sure that we sell everything we possibly can. So a lot of our partners did extremely well through this, and that brought us right along with them. And we just kept pushing. We, we were there. We were there to help. Our guys were there live and ready to do anything that they need to do. So, yeah, really proud of the team. Uh, 
but I, I think we came through it very well, and, and most of our customers did okay, too. It, you know, it's a, a very challenging year, but we're excited that we came out involved with it. And you're there for the dealers, and I've had that feedback from a lot of people out in the field on the retail side. I'm excited about one of the, your new pieces of technology that you've been working on for some time. Rob Leary's been telling us about it. I think he's going to be here with us tomorrow talking about right. the kiosk. And uh, they've been putting it, you've been putting it through some pilots and some great results from what I hear in terms of even getting the advisors to use that with customers to make sure that every customer gets a consistent presentation, you know, at the time of retail write-up. So I'm you know, really exciting stuff you're working on there. We are very excited about kiosk. You know, we, we it's all tied into our smart VMA digital menu. But we've we've all known if you put something in front of a customer and make them make a decision every single time, you're going to win. And what the kiosk does is kind of a forced march, and the, the dealer gets to pick how they want that to happen. We give suggestions and we help build it. But the, one of the first ones that we the uh, first kiosk we put out. The first 16 customers that used the kiosk, 15 of them bought upgrade oil changes. 15 out of 16. Uh, that's the kind of results we're hoping to see, and I think we're going to see that very consistently. And as much as hard as we try to get service advisors to do it every single time and make the customer make a decision, sure. it doesn't happen. And uh, you know, the kiosk doesn't know any better. It's we use a lot of robotics in our manufacturing, and it, it's very much the same type of thing. You program it to do a certain thing, and that's what it does. Now, the beauty in all of that is the service advisors get better all of a sudden, too, because they realize that that thing's going to kick their butt if they don't. So it, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting dynamic, and we've already seen a lot of that happening with our pilot program. And from the consumer side, Darren, customers, we're we're – we're familiar with that and we're comfortable with it because we use kiosks and, you know, in ordering uh, from Panera or right. what have you, or going to the airport, you know, and get our, you know, our ticket, uh, you know, and I look forward to being able to fly again sometime soon, but we're, we're comfortable with that. So it's just, it's a part of life. And to, to actually have that now in the dealership as a, as a viable option that, like you just said, will consistently every time make sure we offer that option to the customer. That's powerful for dealerships to be able to have that. It, it is. And I, I think the biggest value, there's some other kiosk programs that are out there, but for the most part, what I've seen is that they're a check-in type program. And this truly brings the menu and especially the oil change, but we can take it all the way to a full menu presentation if we'd like to do that. But you know, we, we try to focus on the oil change because everyone listening here knows that we should do a better job of the oil change. We've got to figure out a way to make that an effective piece of our business on a daily basis. And we have some really good uh, answers for that. And, and I think it's going to be tremendous to see how this plays out. Okay, my last question for you, because I know you're busy running BG products. Um, for our dealer audience and for our service and fixed and parts managers, uh, look into the crystal ball. Here we are in in mid-February, and we've got, uh, you know, another 10 and a half months ahead of us. What's going to be the importance of fixed ops for dealerships going into the future? As, you know, we've weathered this past year, we've learned some great lessons from it. How important are fixed ops going to be as we look into the into the near future and the, the long-term future for dealers? Sure, that's a great question, Ted. So I'm, I'm in my 36th year with BG. You know, I'll the first 25 being in, in, in purely in sales, of course, the last 11 here corporately and still involved in the sales end of it. But, I, you know, I've seen a significant shift in, in what happens in the car dealerships. And I think everyone can relate to it. 
you know, it used to be, and I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but I, it used to be that the fixed ops department was a necessary evil in a lot of our dealerships. And I guarantee it was in markets that I've worked in. And they looked, they viewed it as we have to have them. They do the warranty work. Uh, nobody really relied on how much profitability came out of that department. But uh, as you can all relate, when, when sales started to fail, you know, go down, when interest rates were high, the crash of 2008 you know, in eastern Michigan was interesting, for sure. But fixed ops departments really kept the dealerships alive, kept a lot of them alive. And we started hearing about service absorption. And, and then I started to see a shift with my service managers and service directors. All, all of a sudden now, they'd get up into 80, 90, some places 100% absorption, and their pay plans began to change. And their pay plan... plan now was focused on we need you at a certain absorption because that's how we make money in our dealership anymore. And obviously, it varies depending on, on the sales of the, of the company. But I think going forward, it's just going to continue to be more and more important for fixed stops to make, to make profit. And one of the things that we love about what we do is one of the fastest ways for them to improve profitability in fixed operations is with the service chemical program. So if you take all the things that we've talked about, training, the right products, high-quality programs, lifetime protection plan that BG offers, and the kiosk, all these different things that we add to that, give that service department some valuable tools to use that we profit. And that's what we're here for. We're here to be partners. We we do everything we can to be a trusted partner with our, with our deal partners. Great. Down Gresseth, everybody. President, Chairman, and CEO of BG Products, making a huge contribution here to fixed ops uh, in the U.S., North America, and throughout the world. Darren, we're looking forward to a great conference ahead next uh, two and a half days. And thank you so much for being a big part of what we do here at Fixed Ops Roundtable and for your company's amazing support. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And we, another great partnership right here. So thanks both. Thanks for joining us on the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings. Sponsored by BG Products. Help your customers be good for life with the Lifetime BG Protection Plan. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or any of our Fixed Ops Roundtable events, or if you'd like sponsorship information, reach out to Ted Ings at area code 212-763-0016. That's 212-763-0016. 212-763-0016. On behalf of Ted Ings and everyone at the Fixed Ops Roundtable, I'm Gene Girdley. Thanks for listening.